This program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Bad Priest, Episode 11, Radar. Miss, Miss, the waitress takes her sweet-ass time walking over, but that's to be expected. She has thick hips and a thick waist, and even thicker eyeshadow. She reeks of cigarettes. Yes? You seen this man, this priest? The waitress doesn't even look at the cell phone. Seen a lot of people. Uh Uh-huh, me too. Me too. Now, in addition to the cell phone, the man produces a similarly sized object which he sets down on the table. This, the plump waitress does not ignore. Officer Frank Radar, Albuquerque PD. As the waitress watches, Frank picks up a hard-boiled egg from his plate with his fingers and takes a bite. Now, I'm gonna ask you again. Have you seen this priest? The waitress's eyes finally focus on the cell phone. I know, I know, not the best quality, but it was taken from just... Frank points a greasy thumb through the window and at the alley across the street. Over there. Yeah, I seen him. Yesterday, same booth as the one you're sitting in now. Frank's surprised and looks at himself and the cracked red vinyl seat covering. Interesting, you know his name? The waitress shakes her head and Frank glares at her. After an uncomfortably long stare, he nods. She's telling the truth. Frank licks the grease off his fingers. All right, all right, I believe you. Frank pulls a business card out of his pocket and slams it down on the table beside his plate. But if you do see him again, you gonna call me. The waitress, having since grown uncomfortable and more than a little frightened, picks up the card. She pulls it halfway to her oversized chest when Frank's hand shoots out and he grabs a corner. Right? The woman swallows hard. Yeah, I'll call you. Frank teases her by pulling the card a little before letting go. A smile appears on his lips. Yes, you will. Thanks for the meal. He rises to his feet and walks to the door, his head high. The waitress doesn't ask him to pay, and he doesn't offer. That's just not the way things worked for Officer Frank Radar. It was his world. Everyone else was just living in it. Once outside, Frank stretches his back and looks across the street to where he'd first seen the priest. They joked about last rites and whatnot, but he hadn't put much stock into the interaction. His eyes drift to the alleyway next, and then to the video camera mounted on the adjacent wall. Until he'd seen the recording, that is. It was grainy and dark, but the priest was clearly visible. Frank takes out his cell phone and plays the video. Then he reenacts the priest's movements. The victim appears to be sleeping when the priest approaches. What exactly transpires over the next few minutes is difficult to see clearly, on account of the poor video quality and the fact that the priest's back blocks the view. The priest crouches and then uses some sort of tool to open the man up. Frank never sees the tool, 
a knife, some sort of surgical snips, but there has to be one. There is no way someone could just tear open a chest like that. It was almost as if the priest knew that he was being recorded, too. He turns and glances directly at the camera, a calm, almost demure expression on his bearded face, and then he gets back to work. Within seconds, there's blood everywhere, spraying upward with the priest's chaotic and frantic movements. And then the priest starts to eat. Fucking priests. Frank licks the grease from his own lips and then turns off the video. He hates priests, loathes them. When he'd been a nine-year-old boy, a red-headed bishop had lured him into a small room behind the pulpit. The sick bastard had then started by massaging his shoulders, saying he was too tight. The priest had fucked with the wrong boy. The only thing that was too tight was the priest's asshole because Frank had shoved all eight inches of a brass candle holder up there. The man probably liked it. Frank had tried for years to get into the Department of Abused Children, but he'd always been turned down. The reasons were always obtuse, but he could read between the lines. Frank was too much of a hothead to come anywhere near children. But he kept apprised of anything to do with the church, and when he heard of a priest who was just a little too friendly with an altar boy, he paid the man a visit. But what he saw in this video, this was a bizarre new low, even for a priest. Most of the time, priests left their victims alive so that they could play with them over and over again. The priest himself in the video appeared young and hipsterish, what with the full beard and coiffed hair. The waitress may not know his name, but somebody did. A young, good-looking priest who ate human hearts for dinner? Yeah, there were people out there who knew who he was. And all Frank had to do was put a little pressure on them, on specific points of their body, and they'd squeal like fucking skewered pigs. And then, as if God himself wants Officer Radar to close this case, the chiming of church bells fills the afternoon sky. Frank follows the auditory breadcrumbs to a church six blocks away. He had been smiling, but wasn't anymore. He was also sweating profusely, and he hates to sweat. The feeling of the slick substance on his skin always puts him in a foul mood. You'd think that after being a cop in Albuquerque for decades, he'd either be used to it or move somewhere else. But Frank is a bit of a sadist. Still, he's scowling as he opens the large church door. It's a typical church. Candles, stained glass windows, pews, all that bullshit. <clears throat> God, you here? It's me, Frank. I got a question for you. <laughs> God doesn't answer back, but an elderly priest does. The man steps from the shadows wearing a long black dress, probably naked underneath. The first word that comes to Frank's mind is a complimentary one. Pious. The second, less so. Pretentious. Officer, would you like to confess? Hell no, but I do got a question for you, Father. McCutcheon. Right, anyways, I'm looking for a priest. He's not like you, though. He's young, beard, cool hair, all that shit. Father McCutcheon says nothing. He just stares. Hold on a second. Just like back at the diner, Frank pulls out his cell phone. However, instead of showing Father McCutcheon the image of the priest's face, he accidentally, on purpose, shows the part of the video where the hipster priest is having his organ feast. Frank nearly laughs at that. Organ feast. It probably means something very different to this Father McCutcheon, 
who is definitely naked beneath his robes. But to his surprise, while the priest is alarmed by what he sees on the video, he's not quite shocked. Sorry, my bad. Frank rewinds the video and pauses it at the appropriate moment. Once again, he asks the priest if he knows the man displayed on his phone. Father McCutcheon is a difficult man to read, and has nothing to do with the thick wrinkles on his face. This man is different. I'm sorry, I've never seen him before. Is he lying? Can priests lie? You sure about that? A curtain on. Alrighty then. Frank pulls out a business card and hands it over to the reluctant priest. Well, if you ever see him in here, I'd appreciate a call. As he says this, Frank licks his thumb and forefinger and then reaches out and pinches the lit wick of the nearest candle. Fire hazard. He starts to walk away and then stops and looks over his shoulder. This catches Father McCutcheon by surprise and he notices that the priest isn't smiling. The man has a scowl on his face, a rather hideous expression. It's so startling that Frank nearly forgets what he was about to ask. He shakes his head to clear his thoughts. Is there a master database of priests and whatnot? A big old book of priest headshots, that sort of thing? I mean, other than mugshots when y'all are arrested, of course. Names, yes, but not photographs. If you want- Nah, forget it. Even though only minutes have passed, the sun is even hotter outside now, and the sweat on Frank's underarms and inner thighs had since dried. Every step is like sandpaper. He's also parched and dehydrated. The good news is that there's never a bar far from, well, anywhere in Albuquerque, and the church is no exception. There's a bar right across the street. Frank heads straight for it, enters, sits down, and orders himself a cold pint of beer. It's delicious. Hey, buddy, a priest ever come in here? The bartender, a skinny man who continuously scratches the outside of his left forearm, looks over. Hey, you retarded or something? You hear me? I asked you a question. The bartender licks his lips nervously. I, I heard you. A priest? Yeah, a priest. Don't make me repeat myself again. You trying to buy more time to come up with some bullshit lie? And that ain't gonna fly here. You understand me? Do I? Like when he grabbed the business card from the waitress, Officer Frank Radar's arm shoots out. Only this time, it's not paper that he grabs, but cloth. The bartender's shirt. Frank pulls the other man close to him. Have you seen a priest in here? I won't ask again. The man's eyes shift back and forth, and he continues to lick his lips. Frank wants to intimidate him further by pressing their foreheads together, but the bartender's breath is foul. Instead, he shoves him backward, and the bartender bangs into an old-fashioned catch register. The bartender alternates rubbing his throat and his elbow now. He's forgotten all about his itchy forearm. A priest was here two days ago. And? He tied one off, drank almost a whole bottle of Johnny Red by himself. Middle of the day. Frank's eyes narrow, and he looks at the door. A priest in a bar in the middle of the day. And he didn't go into Father McCutcheon's church? Nah, that priest across the street was lying. Oh, well, no surprise there. I'll come back and deal with you later, naked McCutcheon. No, trust me, you old fuck. You're gonna regret lying to Frank Radar. What was this priest's name? His. Frank points the finger directly at the man's face, daring him to repeat the question. You waste any more of my time, and I'm gonna break your 
fucking teeth. <clears throat> he didn't give me his name. But? But, 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 but he left with somebody. Go on. The bartender lowers his tone. He left with a skinny guy, uh, babyface, uh, Clint, uh, Clint. The man looks skyward as he tries to recall, and Frank's smile returns. Clint Sachs. The bartender nods. Yeah, you, you know him? Instead of answering, Officer Radar finishes his beer. Did he know Clint Sachs? Why, of course he did. Every cop in Albuquerque knows Clint Sachs. Frank puts his empty beer glass down on the bar and stands. Thanks for the drink. The best kind of beer is always a free beer. As he makes his way to his police cruiser, Frank contemplates the strangeness of this case. A priest ripping a man apart and eating his organs was one thing. The same priest getting wasted and leaving with a low-level gay drug dealer like Clint Sachs? Okay. But hey, this is Albuquerque, the same place that hosted the Devil's Den. Strangeness is pretty much par for the course. Frank slides behind the wheel and pulls out his cell phone again. This time, he pauses the video when the priest is bringing what appears to be a human heart to his mouth. I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna find you, Mr. Priest. And when I do, you're gonna be very, very sorry. This has been Bad Priest, Episode 11, a PTL Books and Pathological Inc. production. Written, produced, mixed, and narrated by Patrick Logan. Additional voice acting by Ashley Logan. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe. You can also visit us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash badpriestpodcast. Podcast. <laughs>